Yo, 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 what the hell is up, yo? What's up, what's up, how you guys doing? What's up, everybody? It's The Culture, man, we back for another goddamn episode of The Culture. You know what I'm saying? We're not alone. Well, I'm not alone, it's of course your boy, yo, yo, Uno in this, and I got my brother, Bruss Move, with me, but we got a special guest with us. And he'll introduce himself because we don't introduce our guests. Okay. We're rude like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, who we got with us, man? Who are you? Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? I go by the name ADN. It's ADN in full. Manja, Umbulazi. AKA Mr. Food on the Annex himself. Damn. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> This man's coming here with that podcast energy. All oh, the AKAs, all the different names. Like, okay. Nah, man is ready. <laughs> you are shaking, Abby. Yes, sir. You already know. You but already it's know. been a long time coming, man. If if you don't know ADN, man. ADN is a distinguished artist at uh, Culture Sundays, our weekly event that we host. I mean, even before we started doing Culture Sundays, you know, ADN quickly became uh, a crowd favorite, you know what I'm saying, and a, and a personal favorite, because I'm also a fan of your music, you know, so it's great to have you here on the podcast, you know, to chop it up with us, man, thank you so much for um, availing yourself, I know you're a busy man, you know, artist, lawyer, you know, model, <laughs> you know, the young man is busy, but before we get into ADN and the rest of the chats we got for the day um we have to get into our regular um ice breaking okay. question okay. right okay. and the question i have to really get this conversation flowing to everyone who is participating maybe even the listeners as well is what does it mean to look like a fool when someone says to you, oh, I can't do that. I'm going to look like a fool. Or, you know, you look like a fool doing that. What does that mean? <laughs> That's a crazy-ass question for an icebreaker. Uh, <laughs> first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, it's, it's been a, a long time in the making. Uh, pleasure to be here. Yeah. Um, what does it mean? I guess I guess it's it's it it means you are going to embarrass yourself. Um, so you don't want to make a fool out of yourself. You want to hold yourself to a high stature and maintain that. And so you feel like when you do something, then you embarrass yourself or bring yourself down. Okay, very good. Now you're talking about embarrass yourself. Right. Now, when you're talking about embarrassing yourself. Are you worried about doing it to, you know, literally embarrass yourself? Or are you fearing that other people are going to look at you and say that, hey, this is embarrassing. Then you feel like, oh, shit, I embarrassed myself. Yeah. I came ready, my yeah, dog. I, I came ready. <laughs> and so did I. Um... Yeah, um, I, I would say the latter. 
definitely it's, it's it's feeling like people will look at you and and feel sorry for you or that oh damn i feel embarrassed on his behalf um which which then is easy to pick up you know um if you're like me i am I'm, I'm i'm one to pick up energy very quickly in a room and so like i'm always very cognizant of such things and such reactions from people um i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing okay you guys tell me all right no i, I like the answers right i like the answers right. and i don't know if it's a good or a bad thing and i like what what stan put forward it's like um are you whose perception are you concerned about your own to look like a fool in your own eyes or to look like a fool in someone else's eyes so where this is coming from is one day i was riding with my homie right we were driving from boxburg to davidton so you know from the moment we got into the car put on the seat belt and we went on the highway and everything it's about 30 minutes drive and when we the moment we realized we're in davidton my friend took off his seat belt he's like i i don't I don't want to look like a fool. Here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was like, damn. Okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah. And, and I was yeah. like, damn. You know? Because you're street cred. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. be that nigga, be that nigga who looks safe. <laughs> 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 I was scared of dying. <laughs> so, so yeah. now what? What I what I started to understand is like. We actually, I think, like that. The question Stan put across is actually really uh, the, the essence of the conversation. Is like, look like a fool to who? Because to me, you look my friend, and he's my friend, right? And I can tell him, so I'm not gossiping. Right. He looked like a fool to me. Like, <laughs> yo, nigga, yeah. what if we get into an accident? And you, you know, not to say that your he, what he raised is irrelevant. That in the hood if you put on a seat belt you might look like an easy target right but come on we're in a car and like the most likely thing to happen is an accident and the seat belt is there to protect you while you're in the car so if you're not putting on the seat belt in the car guess what you look like a fool to me you know so that's what i really wanted to ask like when someone says, no, you're going to make me look like a fool, why I look like a fool? Right. What? Make me look like a fool. <laughs> Key word. Look. Mm. You can't see yourself being a fool. So it means somebody else is looking yeah. at you being a fool. Right. I think most times when that chat pops up, it's from that perspective. I want to Bazotin. What are the people gonna say? True. You know what I mean? Because yeah. as much as you know, we are less people centric, you know, as a society these days, but we still value the opinion of people besides ourselves and our close family and friends mm. and acquaintances and such. Like if the general public see me do this, hey, that's gonna be some foolish shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> what are they gonna say? Yeah, but I just think, what are they gonna say? 
First of all, if they never say it to your face, then did they say, did anybody even say anything? It's like that question, like if a tree falls in the forest and nobody heard it, did it really fall? Hmm. Yeah, I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but let's okay. Let's go for a lighter, just a slightly lighter icebreaker. There's a lot of ice to break. Cause nice. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get. Is, is uh, just a quick question? Is that question the standard icebreaker that everyone gets uh, to nah, answer? No, 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 no. That was a special one. Right. Yeah, that was I just like. like uh, I like it. But they, we do have some really nice ones. Okay. You know, like the one I'm about to ask okay. now. That's like one of the. Okay. the <laughs> The, the lighter icebreakers. But now, it's like, okay. Um, the government gives social grants, right? 3,500 rand a month. Mm. Let's say... It's the actually 350. Is it 350? It's 350 rand. Yeah. 3,500. We wish, bro. <laughs> no, no. The social grant is 350 if for it's real. A, if, it's talking, if, it's a, if it's talking about the COVID-19 grant, yeah. that is 350. Yeah. But Which like if you talk about like your normal grants, like your child support grants, pension grants, those are way more than 350. But they're not 3,500. Yeah. I can guarantee you that. Really? Really? Is it time for a fact check? Yeah, 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 yeah. We then need a can, can you Can you fact check us while the conversation continues? Right. But right, I'm right. telling you, right? Okay. That is, there are people who are earning, right, mm. just from social grants, mm. right? Yeah. They're earning yeah. from their bad decisions or the circumstances that life gave them right. are causing them to earn. Mm-hmm. It's the combination of that, mm. right? Mm. Now... Let's say it's you. You're in a tough situation. Okay, you. It's you right now. Yeah, the situation yeah. that you're in right now. Right. The government approaches you and says, look, ADN, we can give you 3,500 rand this month mm. or we can organize your meeting with Soldier Boy. What, what are you going for? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you answer that. Okay. I've got the I've got the numbers here, right? Fact checker in the house. Yeah, it's time for me to fact check in this biatch. <laughs> Foster care grant is one point one. Child support grant, I'm guessing it's per kid. It's five hundred bucks. Might go to five ten. A disability grant is just over two thousand. Two thousand and ninety. Mm. Old age grant, about the same. Care dependency grant, about the same. Mm. War veterans grant, it'll be 2.1. So it's less than 3K, but, but yeah. But, that okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 350, 350 is the COVID grant. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually know it because I, I was receiving the 350 yeah, during COVID yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I was unemployed. Yeah. And so it, it, it shout did. Shout out to the government. Sh- yeah, yeah, shout yeah. out to the government. <laughs> because I can pigs. imagine my life would have been miserable without yeah, that yeah. 350. You yeah, can think of sure. it as just 350, you yeah. know. But um, I'm actually impressed that, you know, it can get to as far as 2,000. I think it should go above that, but... I mean, but would you would you take the grant or, or meet social soldier boy? You know, President Adian would uh, <laughs> at least 
5k <laughs> excuse 5k you know i understand bro that's the standard of living or just stuff is no longer as affordable as it used to be and yeah. and like with 5000 as a number it sounds like a big number but when you're really on the ground you go into a supermarket shop stuff for 5k you you won't say it's stuff for 5k you know and it's it's not just food that you need you know you need to pay your rent you need to keep the lights yeah, on yeah. the water transport etc yeah, yeah. you know and so at least 5000 come on you know per child at least so so does that mean that you go for the meeting with soldier I'll definitely go for the meeting. The grant is not enough. Yeah, what am I gonna do with 3.5? Yeah. So you take your chances with Soldier yeah, Boy. Yeah, Soldier Boy. What Th- that's crazy because, like, you know, you, it might seem random that I'm bringing it up, but yeah. there's a viral TikTok thing that is going and everybody's saying the exactly the opposite of what you just said. Right. They'll go for the. Uh, is it the meeting with Jay Z? No, TikTok no, no. Thing? They were actually asking, would you go Soulja for Boy. a food stamp or meet Soldier Boy? And everybody like I'd rather get a food stamp. Give me, give me the <laughs> the charity. Oh yeah, I've seen something I to that like, extent. I, I, I saw was like, boy I was like, damn, don't you guys know who Soldier Boy is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, but but anyway, man, <laughs> we're, we're not we're not here to talk about Soldier Boy. We're here to talk about ADN. Yeah, I'm saying ADN. Yes, sir. ADN. Um, tell us, yeah, tell us a bit more about yourself. Stan just asked, uh, what does ADN stand for? Mm. And um, where does the story of the artist that is ADN begin? Right. And uh, is that your real name? <laughs> <laughs> um, all good questions. Um, ADN, actually, full name. My full name is It's ADN, all capital letters, I-T-S, space A-D-N. I, I, I remember the first time I yes. met you, it was like, nah, <laughs> name is It's ADN. You have to say the It's. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like Lil Wayne, Wheezy F, baby. You yeah. have to say the F. <laughs> you have to say the F. Yeah, but but really the reason I say that is 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 like I understood that it could be misinterpreted as me saying my name, you know, what's your name, and I, I respond to you saying it's ADN, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. name. Yeah. But but really what I'm saying is my name is it's ADN. So, so what you're saying is that you are adrenaline personified. So I was about to get to that. ADN, oh, I'm jumping the gun. You Sorry, are jumping my bad, the gun. My bad. <laughs> ADN stands for adrenaline. It's short for adrenaline. Before I became ADN, um, my my full name was Adrenaline. Okay. Um, and and that's really what what the brand. But that's is still about. not even your your real name. That's is not it? my real name, of right. course. So you, you you are gonna take us through I your am. journey to how you decided even to, to make that your name. For sure. Okay. For cool. sure. Let's for go. Sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, so adrenaline um, really does, I'll say, make sense or personify who who I am as an artist. Um, recently, then became its ADN. Um, yeah, uh, as a kid, I, I grew up under what you would call the typical 
black child circumstances. Um, yeah, sadly so, you know. Um, I, I grew up in a, in a small home, very warm house um, in the very beginning, you know. Um, Where? My mom, my dad, um, in a small town called Kwekwe. Okay. Um, in Zimbabwe. Okay. So shout out Zimbabwe in the building. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out. Um, and so, and so, yeah, I never really got to experience a lot of that warm house s- sort of feeling because before I knew it, um, my parents were going through some stuff and that eventually led to some sort of a separation, even though not immediately uh, in immediate in that sense you know it took time but you know you could notice as a kid that your dad wasn't there as much as you know other people's dads were there in the household and you'd Aish. see once in a while <laughs> yeah 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 um but yeah my parents were going through stuff and so i grew up most of my life they were going through something and um i went my mom really did the best that she could to raise me and my brother. Shout out to my moms. Is, is it an older brother, younger brother? Yes, I have an older brother, four years older than me. Um, really one of my biggest inspirations, you know. Uh, and so my mom did the best to, to give us the best life, you know. She took us to school. She made sure to stress the importance of school. My mom is, is, is also a, a teacher. She's a maths teacher. So, of course, we were always going to, you know, yeah. know the importance of school yeah. either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she, she took us to the best possible schools. Even though now, looking back at it, I think to myself, could we really afford those schools? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, you know, at, at that time, she made it seem quite effortless or this is what needs to happen you know and so um i went through the system um attentive student i think uh always almost at the top of my class you know from primary school really (laughs) yeah i guess really yeah i was i was i was i was was, that's crazy okay (laughs) but that's not surprising to me yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um also always sort of assumed some sort of leadership role um, from an early age. Um, I, I was... So you were a prefect? I was the deputy head boy. Which <laughs> 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 is okay. a little bit uh, above a prefect. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, all yeah, right. Yeah. Um, this is in high school, primary school? This is, this is primary school. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and moved on to high school. Um, a funny thing in high school with the leadership role thing is that um, I felt like I was overlooked. I guess that was my first taste of um, being overlooked or being the underdog. Um, this where like life showed you that yeah, look, you can't always play this game on easy. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Uh, and and I think <laughs> it was it was pretty it was a tender age because like that shit really hit me hard you know and it broke me down and I had to rebuild from there um, because I I couldn't understand uh, you know just how I was working so hard and I wasn't being appreciated mm. you know um, 
and so I wasn't a prefect. You know, from the, there was there was two opportunities to become a prefect. You could become a prefect at like the pre-final grade, at the pre-final final grade. Right. You serve for a year and then you continue over into the final grade. And that one, and then that one, what what goes on your CV? Be like, yeah, achievements. Yes. This. I had like all, all the badges you can think of on my blazer. Everyone oh, knew in my gee. school that I was that guy who had all the badges. But like they, they never really, you know, gave me that early hope. So so what? You wanted to be the head boy. I wanted. I I I, I not. <laughs> you I, I, were not satisfied I with deserved, being the deputy. I felt like I deserved to be the head boy. <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt. Without a doubt. No, shut up. Without shut a up. doubt. Um. So, so that's when you decided, fuck this shit. I'm falling in love with music. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish I could say yes, but no. All right. So so wait. Does that mean that by by high school, you still hadn't even started making music. Yes, so I started making music in my second second year of high school. Second year of high school. Second year of high Which school. Which is grade nine. Grade nine. Yeah. Grade nine. Okay. Yes. Uh, so that's when I, I, I actually, like, I knew I always loved music. But then grade nine was the first time I actually, like, really sat down and wrote a verse and, you know, found means to record it. No, mm-hmm. um, I remember we used headphones. I, I used I had like a, a set of headphones and I'd like turn them around. They'd, I realized that they, as much as they could bring out sound, they could also record What's sound. So you discovered that on your own? Yeah, which I, I found very fascinating. Can I tell you something about that? Yeah. Right? I've met a lot of artists who said that, right? Mm. But the first place I ever heard that from mm. was in Steve Jobs' book. Really? Yeah. Steve Jobs discovered on his own okay. that, you know, if you turn a, a speaker the other way, you can actually... Is it any speaker? Most. Okay. Headphones. Yeah. So when I meet somebody who yeah. tells yeah, me a yeah, story yeah, yeah. like that, I'm like, this could be a genius. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, know, I know. I know. It's also not the first time I've heard that story. I've heard a lot of artists in their interviews say that. Yeah. Um, but, but really, that's how I discovered it. I, I had a group of, um, I had a crew. Um, mm. um, there was three of us, you know, um, who were, were both. Um, this is still in high school. This is in high school. Okay. Second year, you know. So grade nine. So two of us were in grade nine, and then one homie was in grade eight. Um, we created some sort of a crew, right? And we decided we're going to start recording music. So we, we were using like popular beats, you know, um, the beats that you know, your Lil Wayne beats that were popping at that time. Yeah. Uh, and we, we would like record. So like, I think my the, the other homie was in grade eight, really started with the recording thing and he sent something already recorded, right? And he's like, hey, write a verse and, and also record. So obviously the first thing was to um, inquire as to, hey, how do I do this recording thing? He told me, hey, uh, there's this software. I can't even remember the name of that software we used to use. Yeah, download. It was Reaper. I remember it. It was called Reaper. Yeah, that yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, that's the first software we used. So I downloaded Reaper, and he told me that he was using earphones, right, to record. So I thought, of course, earphones have got that segment over there, you know, with the microphone where there's the yeah, button. Yeah, yeah. Usually that's where you speak it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, shit, I don't have 
earphones, but I've got headphones. So it was sort of like an experimental thing that I did flip them around and see if it was gonna receive the same. Yeah, and it actually crazy. worked. Yeah, that's crazy. You're crazy for that. Because, <laughs> look, I make music too. I've never, even now, to this day, I've never tried it. I don't even know if it will work for yeah, me. I mean, yeah, like yeah, yeah. It just might not work yeah. just for me, but. Yeah, but I mean, the quality was whack. That's some determination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was ninth grade. That's when I started making, you know, music or fell in love with the process of creating music. Inspired by Lil Wayne at the time. Lil Wayne was one of my biggest inspirations. Yes, definitely. I, I've what album is that? Carter Three. Carter Three. Okay. Carter Three. Hey, Mr. Carter. <laughs> yeah, man. You know the the three peeps, the lollipops. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. the yeah, Amelies. No, that's, that's, that's a good era of Lil Wayne. Yeah, to be yeah. By. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my I, I used to live with my uncle and my brother, mm. and and my uncle was like the biggest Lil Wayne fan. Um, so he's my uncle, but like we, we the way we grew up, you know, he was like um, maybe about eight years older than me. But you know, um, with the rest of the other uncles, he was one of the younger ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so we we got along very well. Yeah, and we yeah. listened to a lot of Lil Wayne, yeah. um, a lot of music I got introduced through that. You know, my brother also played a lot of just music in general. And so that's when I first fell in love with music in primary school. Mm. Yeah. 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 So, so like, um, you know, off off the mic, right. you know, we've seen you at Culture Sundays. You know, I've gotten to know you and I'm getting to know you. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a part of your history that I don't think a lot of people know. I mean, I only discovered recently in a conversation that we had that you actually have a pedigree in battle rap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. I, I've seen you talking crazy in some of our WhatsApp groups. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, this guy really bought this life. Oh, uh, wow. So, so Listen like, to uh, this guy. <laughs> you know, I want to I wanna know, like, uh, how does... How does battle rap tie into the story of ADN? Mm. And also, you didn't actually tell us why you picked ADN as or Adrenaline as a name. Um, yeah. Um, I'll start with that one, right? Okay. I, I, I moved from Adrenaline to ADN, firstly, because like uh, I was Adrenaline, but a, a lot of my people who did, who did engage did already called me ADN. Adrenaline. Right. I became adrenaline because I didn't have a name. I was making music, but then, you know, I needed a name. And, like, when I listened back to the music, there was one thing that I could definitely identify, which was that um, sense of fight or flight when I got behind the mic. I, I would, like, change from, from the person that, the Ayanda. My name is Ayanda, by the way. That's my, um, what do they call it? Government name. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's a VIN number. What's that? <laughs> <in> the engine. <laughs> 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 it's a VIN number, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a new one. Yeah. That's a, that is a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Ayanda. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so I would, like, I would like change from that person into a, a completely different person, you know, uh -huh. because I knew that now it's time to perform, you know, and... and 
whoever is around is expecting a performance and so I had to fight or flight you know either I did it or not and so I was like hey my name begins with an A the hormone adrenaline represents you know my sound and, and the feeling that I actually feel when I get behind the mic uh -huh. and so I thought it was perfect uh, and so I shared it with, with a close friend of mine for the first time you know I was a young kid uh -huh. and I was like hey well, what, what age is that now and this, this this is like in in um eighth grade okay yeah so you already had that name by the time i started yeah yes 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 so so, so, so you've so been carrying this name for a long time huh? yeah yeah okay. i hadn't started making music but i i like always knew that this is something i'd want to do and so like have conversations as friends yo man when i grow up i want to be a rapper you know mm -hmm. um i'm going to be dope uh, my stage name then I thought about it for some time. Then I came back. I'm like, yo, bro, I think I have the right stage name. My name would be Adrenaline. So I, I looked at him to see his, his reaction. And, and, you know, homie was quite impressed. He's like, shoo, that's actually a dope name. I'm jealous. I wish I had a cool name like that. <laughs> that, that, that was his comment. And so I, from that day, I'm like, okay, I'm keeping it. It's Adrenaline. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And then... How does battle rap tie into your story? Mm. So fast forward like um, it, two years, you know, from ninth grade when I start recording this music using <laughs> headphones, low quality ass music. Um, I start interacting obviously in person now with other artists, you know, from other schools and, and in town and stuff like that. And so start collaborating and, and making songs with other kids from other schools. Um, and, and so there was this guy who was actually my senior um, from high school. Um, I think he was like in 11th grade. And so he, he was doing, he was a rapper, but he wasn't like a conventional rapper who would rap on beats like we did, you know? There was mm. this thing that he did, which was apparently called battle rap, you know? And um, they, there was this series that he was a part of, which was airing on YouTube. And so um, I, 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 I found out about it. I watched a couple of videos and I, I thought to myself, yo, this is so cool. Because this guy, you know, I hope he doesn't get mad at me, but to me, he looked like a nerd you know <laughs> he wasn't one of the coolest kids in school yeah, yeah. but like when he got into that element of yeah. his shoe the man was untouchable that's and, actually I, and i thought that's a superpower that's actually quite crazy because like if i think about one of my influences at least when i was in high school mm. like peer to peer it was also another guy his name was sim flush mm. Hella nerd, dog. Hella yeah. nerd. But he loved battle rap. Yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he was crazy with the Yo, he was nice. He yeah. was nice. I remember that. I, yeah, that's... Yeah. I understand your, so homie, that reference. The homie yeah. was also like that. And, and, and so I thought that's, that's his superpower, you know? Mm -hmm. I also want to have his superpower. So uh, I decided to, to, you know, ask him, yo, bro, how can I be a part of this thing? Um, he told me, okay, come through, you know, uh, this is the person that you talk to, ETC. And so uh, I watched one of the barrels um, and, you know, I signed up and they told me, okay, cool. Uh, let's see what you've got on this day. You versus, 
you know, undercut. It was an undercut barrel. So basically, they were opening the, the event, you know? Yeah, yeah. Me against an unknown guy. Mm. And so, yeah, we did that. And, and I, was, I was really trying it out. And I was, like, learning from, like, his battles when I was watching. And, you know, I knew what he did was he went home and he wrote these verses and, and prepared and studied for the opponent and, like, rehearsed it before he went there he wasn't yeah. just going to freestyle the, the science behind it the science behind it yeah. so i already knew that at least that was at an advantage and mm. so i went and i prepared i didn't know who i was gonna face it was a new name i i knew the name but i i didn't know the person so i just made like general rap mm. Mm. bars mm. uh then i went on the day and you know gave it a go and it actually went really well um <laughs> Um, as I was saying, I remember I told you off, off, off the mic that mm. one thing that changed things for me is that during that first barrel of mine, putting myself out there, the guy I was going against actually choked. And mm -hmm. as soon as he choked, you know, he panicked because I guess he was intimidated by the first verse that I just gave. And immediately thereafter, Stomped out of the room, literally ran out of the room. He was out of here. You made a nigga Never run. to be seen again. You Never to be you, seen you, again. You made a nigga run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I, never to be seen again. Never. I, I never saw that name ever again. And, and I was. Even the dude, did you ever see that dude? No. The face, the name, Damn. never came. Hey, 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 hey. What did you say to that guy? <laughs> Yo, bro. <laughs> Damn, and they never posted that <laughs> video. I, I, would, I, would, I, I really am curious myself was, to find out what music. did I say to the man. <laughs> Why are you asking that you were there, Moss? Yeah, I don't remember, bro. It was a long time ago. Yeah. 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 Okay, so now you figured out that, okay, this battle rap thing is working, right? It could work. It could work. Okay, right. it could work. Mm. What happens after that? Yeah, so, so so after that, I carry on going for the barrels, you know. I, I, I eventually get my ass whooped a couple of times. I figure out, hey, man, as much as this is fun, but, you know, I'm tired of, of um, getting laughed at every now and again like, yeah, for this fucking disses. You he's know? like, yeah, I'm, ti I'm tired of this nonsense. Now, yeah. I'm the, now I'm going to the studio. Yes, so I decided to put more effort in the studio. I, I started to get comments from friends saying, yo, you know what? Um, yeah, they may diss you in these battle raps and stuff, but yeah, I, with, with the music, yeah, I, I think that that's where you're at. That shit is top tier. So how old are you at this time now? Um, or are you still in high school? Yes, I am still okay. in high school. I'm, I'm, I'm like 17, 16, 17. Okay. 16, 17. No, I'm, I'm asking because like, you know, um, you listen or you read and listen a lot of to a lot of artist stories, right? And um, like they they talk about that kind of a setting, you know. Even most deaf, like the legends of hip hop, will tell you. Even Common, the most conscious dude, comes from a history of battle rapping. Mm. You know, you've heard his 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 uh, diss song to Ice Cube. He killed Ice Cube. <laughs> Common killed Ice Cube on, 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 a, on a diss track because that's just the energy that, you know, sometimes niggas bring. But I'm just, like, I'm commenting on, on like, um, how quickly 
you know this uh transition from like battling to songwriting took place it's all happening to you in high school right yes but like when when you think about older artists you're like 26 now right yes a lot of older artists than that maybe 30 plus right that process actually takes a lot longer mm-hmm. you know because you a lot of uh, of lo- a lot of guys that I've interacted with go from being a battle rapper to being a songwriter in a period of 10 years sure <laughs> that's a long time <laughs> that's literally my entire career <laughs> it's a long time to transition yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying so it's like you know it's great that you know you were able to identify and yeah. get people around you early yeah. enough to you know um point out to you that you know maybe your tal- talents lie mm. more in 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 this context of the same art form exactly but, you know applied in in this way i like that yeah. you know yeah mm. so that's cool man but uh, i want to i want to take the spotlight off of you real quick but keep please. the spotlight on please. Please, yeah. on you and on zimbabwe and i want to put forward the question to the floor have you guys watched Al Jazeera's special, The Gold Mafia? Yeah. You've yeah. watched it. Yeah. Stan, have you watched it? I was supposed to watch it, but I haven't watched the whole thing. Is it? I've only been seeing the clips. Okay. And from the clips that I've been seeing, yeah, it's quite dramatic stuff that's happening. It's you know, crazy pastors that you know are uh, fucking diplomats who are smuggling all these different contraband just because they know yeah they can't search us because we're deep set then next thing you know we find out about you know the head person in charge when it comes to you know smuggling things of the smoky kind also getting involved in all of this no 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 no. i don't okay okay like yeah. i said like i only got the like you know like the summary of yeah. it so i haven't gotten to watch the details so, bit by bit but like so from what i'm seeing it's, it's quite ex- an explosive you know series the most fascinating thing for me okay the whole thing is fascinating i don't even know what the most fascinating thing is just it's mind-blowing but the thing that's blowing my mind the most right now is the link between cigarettes and gold mm. so i watched the first episode right, right? I, I haven't i watched the second episode i was doing something and my homies were watching so uh-huh. i watched bits and pieces what is the link between cigarettes and i'm sure this is second episode related right so simon radland right is the owner of rg mm cigarettes you know rg cigarettes yeah. rg and another one called gold leaf gold leaf not courtly the name of the gold company gold that makes rg tobacco mm. is called gold leaf tobacco right <laughs> just checking <laughs> no 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 we don't smoke cigarettes here i'm not a cigarette smoker <laughs> but firstly gold leaf cigarettes are illicit right they're not legally sold in south africa apparently so 
Zimbabwe is renowned internationally for production of tobacco. So okay. the tobacco is produced in Zimbabwe and through some money laundering process tobacco is exchanged for gold which is exchanged for cash. You mm. understand what I mean? That's 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 it. And like when you pick up the RG uh through Dubai, everything happens in Dubai. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the link is tobacco gold and cash cash is used to buy tobacco or cash is used to buy gold but the gold is mined illegally the gold is mined illegally illegally yeah the so gold private miners the government is not yeah, involved yeah it's not even like private miners it's like if in they call them the they call them in in uh, american history they call them prospectors mm. people who just go with the pen and they just look for in south africa they call them zamazamas yeah the zamazamas in, in fact south africa is in there as well yeah right now yo it's just so crazy man how i was watching that video and the the, the person who blew my mind the most was actually Hubert angel you know what I'm saying like mm. yo this guy is a guy who is professing to be an angel a man of god yeah. but when the cameras are not on him yeah. I- in the traditional sense that he's used to mm, mm. he's a criminal outright I was very surprised Dog, that was crazy that is, that? that is crazy there's a term that we use for such people mm. they are called muruti watsotsi muruti watsotsi that is a thieving as pastor. He's a, he's a prophet by the way, not just pastor. Oh, he's a prophet, prophet. even. Yeah. Prophet. I guess he couldn't Men see of God. Yeah, so I guess he couldn't see into the future enough to know <laughs> that he's going to be exposed like this. <laughs> he's exposing himself. Dog, dog. Do you know how this Hubert Angel is? Hubert Angel is crazy. Hubert Angel is crazy, guys. First of all, he's got a British passport. He's a citizen in the United Kingdom. Right. Do you know how that came about? How? I, I don't know. I'm oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I, I heard it was through some marriage, whatever. I don't know. But I don't know the details. I yeah, won't yeah, lie. Yeah. But that's how, that's how he operates, right? He operates as a pastor. And you, you know what he does as part of his sermon? Mm slash performance mm-hmm. he predicts premier league results oh, yes. yeah i've seen that somewhere he predicts premier league results this guy is betway for church is it uh, <laughs> <laughs> how accurate are his predictions though i mean i mean he's he's renowned for it so they must be good yeah you can put your money on it you know what i'm saying I saw another clip where he was telling this woman what's in her fridge. What? <laughs> at That's church, insane. he's telling her what's in her fridge at home. I'm like, why is that miraculous? Yeah. Like, okay, so I can prove to you what's in your fridge. Well, why is that a miracle, man? Anyway, you know, it's mm. just, I think a lot of people in Zimbabwe, from Zimbabwe, who are concerned about that country that documentary uh, mm. yeah 
it kind of just shed light on yeah yeah on some shit that's like going on mm-hmm. you know but at the same time you know when you watch it you 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 can you blame people for doing what they got to do to get money in order to avoid economic sanctions uh, I I I really don't agree with with the things that they are doing because if you look at it it's really the prevalent or the, the the more privileged people in the society so it's the politicians it's the guys that just want to um eat the the, the biggest piece of the pie and leave nothing left for the rest of the country yeah. and they are keeping it inside it's not money that's being shared amongst the masses of the country and so it's 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 a big problem not only in in zim but also in south africa and also in Africa, just in general, it's a, it's a big crisis that we have. It's it's l- hungry leaders mm. that are looking out for their themselves. Yeah, you said hungry, but I have a feeling you meant greedy. Greedy, <laughs> greedy is the word. Thank yeah. you, greedy. Yeah, you know, it also just hit me now that because the 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 Department of Information and Intelligence in Zimbabwe put out a document, a statement rather. Um, a few days ago and to tell you the truth we're only halfway through the Al Jazeera document mm. and I uh, sorry documentary and at the end of episode two right it it's it it uh, it ends with uh, this colleague of Hubert Angel telling the Al Jazeera investigation unit that in order to meet President Nanangwa, it's gonna cost two hundred thousand U.S. dollars, right? So what I'm thinking as I'm watching this is, do they actually eventually manage to get an I- the president himself? So that's his booking fee. Yeah, that's his booking fee. <laughs> That's his booking. Expensive man. But imagine watching the president of a country being recorded by an undercover crew, you know, for an outright illegal deal. What would that do? Yeah, so basically what they are insinuating is that the man has got a price he can do it yes he can tell you yeah uh you know one v one exactly what's happening in this country yeah but there's a price yeah that's crazy yeah and 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 the thing is like the whole world now knows what that price is it's only two hundred thousand <laughs> yeah dollars it's, it's a lot of money though yeah, yes, yeah, but, but it's money. not actually that much to talk to a president. Do you think it should be more? Hell yeah. How how much can can someone convert it into okay. rands for us? The current exchange rate rate is yeah. almost eighteen rand, right? So take eighteen times two, that's thirty six. Three point six million rand. Shoo. That's not much, man. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> to talk to someone. Then again, I mean, uh, but I mean, see it this way, right? Uh, 
you're not just talking to the president just so you can talk to the president. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, Because anybody who knows that a president, you know, like, uh, if they're given a big enough carrot, you know, they can make things happen, and, you know, work for them. True. Type of thing. So, that thing is that, okay, whatever you're going to make, just give me 200K. Then, yeah, if, especially if it's such a, you know, project of such importance that you have to, you can't even meet a governor or a mayor. But still. You have to meet the president. Then he's cheap. Yes, I, I yeah, agree with yeah, you. Yeah. Then he's cheap. Yeah. You should be asking for way more exactly. than just 200,000 exactly, US dollars. Exactly, dog. That's, that's way too little. 200,000 full of loma for a president. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I, I want some millions. No, dog, it gotta, it gotta be some millions. Unless I mean, <laughs> if I want to be crooked, let me go all the oh, way. Oh, in, dog. I, I'm not going to try to be safe and be like, nah, let me try to be humble. Dog, they'll bring so that much. shit to him in one suitcase, dog. You understand what I mean? That's not... Come on, man. <laughs> one suitcase, That's you not say. money, man. That's not money, man. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, guys, I mean, at the same time, this is nonsense, really speaking. Like, we shouldn't have a president willing to accept money to talk about the nonsense that they're doing. That means that you're actually proud of, of the nonsense that you're doing. Like, th- that should be taboo. You should not be speaking about it. You should be yeah. embarrassed yeah. and hiding and yeah. denying it. Yeah. <laughs> and denying it. Yeah, it's a crime. Yeah. It's a yeah. crime. But speaking of crimes... And president, right? So, yo, guys, I, I don't know what we are in a movie. The country is in a movie. The world is in a movie. Mm. South Africa is hosting the BRICS conference this year. Okay. There's a warrant of arrest out for Vladimir Putin. Why? War crimes against humanity by the ICC. So basically, because South Africa is a member of the International Criminal Court Community, they have an international obligation to arrest Vladimir Putin should he come to South Africa for that BRICS conference. That is crazy. The key word is if he attends. What it does he have reason to attend? I mean, he's the president yeah, of yeah, Russia, yeah, so that's that type of a thing. Yeah. But now, what makes it a tricky situation for South Africa is that oh, shit. are they going to do him like they did Omar Al Bashi, who also had an arrest warrant with the International Criminal Court, but they okay, we because you know we're in this country. Let him go home. I think it was, I think it was, it was that point where he was asked a question. Do you want to go to jail? Or do you want to go home? Yeah. Man said, I want to go home. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what happened to make sure that he went home, but yeah. all I know is that he went home. He got home. He got home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so now is history going to repeat itself? It's well, pretty much like what is happening over here. Well, the, the other way could be that you know they could try to be diplomatic about this. They'd be like, "Hey, chief, we don't want this stress. 
please don't come yeah so so the, the current update is that he's actually pulled out of coming vladimir putin has Officially pulled out of coming so. the current update right right but on the other hand um we have uh naledi pando which is a you know member of parliament for you know south african parliament yeah our um, minister of foreign, foreign affairs. affairs she's saying you know like there are so many other presidents in history that have done shit especially american presidents and and they haven't been arrested you're laughing right i also laughed but that is a valid it's a argument fact. you know why i'm laughing <laughs> it's because she's deflecting from the current situation by saying but what about those motherfuckers who also did the you, same you, shit you think it's deflecting it. I, I think like it's deflecting. i think it's accountability i think it's like you can't expect me to do what you are not capable of doing but the question is that were they charged by the international criminal court or not the question is why weren't they because they committed crimes against humanity yes and i agree with you yeah. but right now on the uh the outsheet of the fucking head nigger in charge at the ICC there's an arrest warrant over there he probably has a file of arrest warrants have yeah. any american or european leaders been on there yeah if the answer is no i'm sorry chief officially what you're saying is null and void but i on the other hand of it when you look deeper into it no, I, that I is agree. true you know I, what i'm I saying i agree with you yeah. i agree with, and that's what makes it a diplomatic nightmare Yeah. <laughs> so my my uh, my question is uh, if we don't arrest him or if we do are we going to look like fools? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but but uh, just just before we wrap up, man. Right. Um ADN, man. Yeah, man. Um I want you to tell us how to find your music, how mm. to support you, yeah. and why people should care about its ADN. Nice. Before we, you know, sign out of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I like that. Thank you. Um Oh, man. I think um people those that have been part of the journey know and understand just how far this vision goes you know not just um for me but I think for um the South African music industry as a whole um and the African hip hop movement as a whole yeah uh, I yeah. think we're going to be a real big role player in you know the change that's about to come and so it's a big wave um i feel like um i'm in a good space i also have the right opportunities around me and and so i'm really going to stop at nothing um until i i i bring this thing to life for sure yeah 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 so big wave coming uh, a whole lot of amazing music coming uh, music that I myself listen to you know um prior to release even and yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean I, I'm like yo if if the rest of the country you want to this hard drive let's uh, wait I want to I want to yeah. I want to do something very, okay. very interesting and fine yeah 
I just want to let the whole world know <laughs> one thing. How uh <laughs> how confident you are <laughs> as an individual. <laughs> what is this ninja about to do now? <laughs> I want I want you, uh, I want you to hear this nigga's ringtone. Which chat is this? Ah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> The nigga got his own song and his ringtone. <laughs> yes, people, that's my ringtone. Keep mean, him up. Why not? Hey. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yo, man, ADN, yeah. it's been good to, to have you here. Thank you for having me. As the me. culture, man, we are watching and supporting your trajectory because mm. it's definitely a trajectory. And, um, yeah, man, nothing but love and support. Thank you for always putting not just your foot on their necks, but just your best foot forward every yeah. time you've come through, you know, on the culture platform. Um, we appreciate you. All the best. Um, yeah, if there's anything you want to say for that last minute of yeah. shameless oh, um, promotion, yeah, this is your... Yeah, your yeah. S- your slot. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Um, thank you guys for having me. I've I've always wanted to be a part and parcel of this podcast, but the culture movement as a whole, and you know, I've really enjoyed working with you guys, and I'm excited to see what more we can work together on going forward. Um, but otherwise, to the rest of the world, uh, my name is Adrian. It's Adrian in full. You guys can find me on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, TikTok, at SABC underscore ADN. Um, and then on digital streaming platforms, that's your Spotify, your YouTube, your iTunes, your Apple Music, your Deezer. In full, it's ADN. No punctuation, full caps. Um, you'll see my pretty face there. So, yeah. We'll catch you on the <laughs> next out. one. Culture.